Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of fail. I'm going to try not to be so loud today because my, my girlfriend's home and she's trying to sleep. Oh, <laughs> and I, okay. And it's going to be hard because we're talking about a movie that I fucking love. So I don't know <laughs> if I can not be emphatic about this episode, mm. but I have people in the house, so I got to be mindful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about uh, SPL, Killzone. Uh, I don't like that that alternative title, whatever they decided on in the um, the uh, the American the, uh, Western. Yes, the the Westernized title. Uh, I think SPL makes more sense. Although uh, we never call it by its real title, which is uh, Sapolo. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, incorrectly, but. Uh, that literally is some sort of reference to like the three stars uh, that oh yeah in terms the of intro, alignments yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I really don't I don't feel like reading into that at all the the movie kind of makes a little bit of reference to it in regards to how certain characters doing certain deeds will like determine dictate. their fate yeah kind of oh wow i forgot all about that (laughs) (laughs) and how like the three stars rule um basically the outcome or your destiny yeah 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 yeah. um i i I think of this movie as that really old that that old meme it's like there's chaotic good and neutral good and then Mm. uh yeah i but like obviously in a less funny way (laughs) (laughs) although i never found that funny all right so mark uh no. this is your f- <laughs> first time watching this and i think you'll enjoy this one because there is no way we can talk about this without talking about the story i don't want to talk about the story this time actually believe it or not oh jesus okay all right oh, so, so... oh is this really your first time watching <laughs> yeah it is okay cool cool i haven't yeah. seen this movie in a while in a long time mm-hmm. i uh i bought it in college after all the the good reviews and uh yeah i, I liked it I, I remember liking it. I had like the the two disc like Hong Kong edition or something nice. like that in like the in the black DVD case, and I was like, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> and I was telling Will when we were watching it, I remember lending it to an underclassman in college, and I was like, oh, you should check this out. This is pretty good. It's a pretty good martial arts film. And he's like, oh, thanks. I'll, I'll watch it. And oh, no. he came back the the next week, and all he said was, oh, thanks for the movie. And he just put it down on my desk, and he walked away, <laughs> and he he said nothing of it ever. <laughs> I was I was just dumbfounded. I was trying to figure out, okay, well, did he hate it? Did he like it? He just gave me no response. And I, I told him that my theory is that he never watched. Probably, it. probably. I don't. He probably never watched it. He didn't want to be awkward about it, so he's just like, uh, I'm just going to give it back to him and not make eye contact and go away. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind, and I'll make a reference to it later because uh, uh, I, I think you... I might be similar in this this guy's camp. Uh, <laughs> so you did not watch it. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. Have, um, we, have we ever done an episode yet where one of us hasn't watched it and somebody is just BSing the whole time? <laughs> yeah, I love the action. You know, like, it was really good. It's a really funny movie. It's a war drama. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, what's so funny about that? Um, 
All right. Well, uh, how about I just fill in the basic premise of the film? Oh, please. oh man. Uh, I, actually, I, it's a little, it's a little complicated. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, if we're gonna go into depth with story, there's gonna be a lot of spoilers because yep. you kind of have to spoil things to get into the nitty gritty details. I don't know yep. how deep you want to get into it. I'll, I'll say this, okay? There are three pivotal characters in this movie. There are no women in the entire film. Yes, there That's are. That's not what true. Are, what do you mean? Samuel there, wife. Uh, oh, I guess. There, 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 okay, sorry. There's no main... Uh, there's no there's main no female protagonist. Main characters. And exactly. Do we, they're, they're like either supporting characters or like extras. Do we know if the baby is male or female? The baby? Oh, you mean the the little girl? Uh, she's a girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There is a little girl. The no, little I'm talking girl. about the other yes, baby, yes. the uh, Sam Oh Hung's wife. Oh, oh no, it's a boy. It's, it's a boy. Of, yeah. of course, yeah. it's yeah. a boy. Yeah. Come on, come on. Of come course, on. yeah, yeah. I mean, that explains why Sam Oh Hung, who is the villainous character, uh, I mean, that's why he wants to get there in time for the birth or the one month anniversary, one month anniversary of, of his birth. son's birth, yeah. which is a uh, big part of Chinese culture. Um, yeah, so we have three characters, three pivotal characters. One being Simon Yam, who is a crooked cop. Mm. Not crooked as in like he's a bad dude. It's more like he's a cop who's willing to do dirty deeds in order to get what he needs to get done, at, you know, because he can't do things by the book. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's Sammo Hung, who's the guy that Simon Yam's going after. Who's mm -hmm. He's like the triad. Basically boss, right? a triad leader. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah he's the triad leader. And then we finally have Donnie Yen, who gets introduced, and he's the martial arts guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, uh, yeah. he's the big, big honcho, mantra dude. Yeah, well, he comes here, comes into the story because he represents, like, almost, like, naive, the naive guy, the naive he's, good person. He, it's weird because he's his character is, like, the rookie cop, but he's just so skilled in martial arts, there's no way I can see him as a rookie. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, his his the story is that he's supposed to come into the story, uh, come into the team to overtake Simon Yam's position. Yes. So he was supposed to lead the team now. So it's weird that he's he's not really a rookie, right? Because like there's no way they would have let a rookie take over. Yeah. He, he's he, just you know he's just he's filling in for Simon Yam because he's retiring. And you yeah. all know what happens in a movie, in a police procedural drama, when somebody retires. Hmm. Yep. I you wonder. Have brain what... tumor. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, I got, it I is. got two days left <laughs> before retirement. Can't wait to get on my boat. Look at the picture of my boat. I named my oh, boat. Mark's eyes just like lit up when he said boat. <laughs> I was like, boat? What? What about a boat? Uh, I love boats. <laughs> um. Yeah, so th th that's like the basic premise, but the, like I'm not doing this justice. Each one of these characters uh, has basically goes through their own struggles, right? So our setup in the beginning is that the there's there's a witness and his family who gets murdered by uh, Samuel Hung's henchman, played by Wu Jing, mm -hmm. uh, in a car accident or car crash, and uh, Simon Yam gets a shard of glass embedded into the back of his head which they like they check up on and they notice that he has a brain tumor so he's like well you have like so and so an amount of years to, until you're dead and it's terminal uh by the way the witness's uh daughter is the only survivor of that that car crash yeah. so already we're off to a good start yeah. we're off to a very happy uh <laughs> beginning of the movie to a happy i was, and I was <laughs> yeah, i was joking with you will i was <laughs> i i was hoping that the tumor was just the glass that they left in his skull from the accident. 
Like they're just incompetent well, doctors. Well, we can't remove that. It just has to stay in there from now on. Yeah. We'll, we'll just sew up the wound. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's the that's Simon Yam's story is that he wants to nail Sammo Hung, right? Not not in that way. But he <laughs> wants to get Sammo Hung uh, because he's responsible for, you know, that atrocity, but also because, you know, he's you know, the big bad guy, right? Um, but he'll do despicable things in order to get what he needs to get done. And then there's Sammo, who, if you do, if you really, like, take one step back, he's actually doing the least amount of terrible deeds. That's true. Right? That's actually true. <laughs> he, yeah, right? he's just, I mean, he's bad because he's triad boss. But yes. if you think about it, I can't recall him necessarily doing so many bad things, minus mm-hmm. that car crash in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Like that—that that was well, it. The whole rest of the movie, it almost seems like he's trying to go straight, but he's—but yeah. he's not. He just doesn't really do much. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. like he's worried yeah. about his family. He appears as a family man kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. And then he has a right. kid eventually because you know all those miscarriages were actually not miscarriages. It's just because they were girls. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Dark humor, <laughs> um, topical, yeah, accurate, Asian accurate, culture. <laughs> right? Uh, so uh, yeah, so that's that's also another thing we should set up is that yeah, Sammo Hung has a boy, uh, <laughs> and his uh, I mean that that basically is his story, right? He he he's a he's a family man, right? So it actually kind of sets him up as like a relatable character in a weird way. So we have like a relatable villain and. Um, We'll get to Donnie Yen in a second. I guess one thing we should talk about are the supporting characters, right? So, you know, we got, I, for, even though I love this movie, I've seen it several times, each one of these characters I kind of just forgot about. Yeah, it's, Although like, I it's com- the, the team that Simon Yam is in charge of. Those yeah. guys are it's so forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> but I commend Wilson Yip for trying. Yeah. Right? Like he, he, they all get their own, like, mini flashbacks. Yeah. And it was funny when we were watching it, Will. There was one guy who do, didn't get a full flashback, but I noticed that the camera zooms in on his desk, and it looked like there were a bunch of travel brochures. So I, the the backstory in my head was, okay, this guy likes to travel. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, this other guy uh, has an estranged daughter. This other guy uh, has an estranged father. This guy likes to travel. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's that, that's all I got from that guy. <laughs> Maybe he was going uh, on a honeymoon yeah. or something or a family trip. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, each one of these characters, I commend Wilson Yip, the director, for trying to give them more uh, character than they actually were. Like, they try, as, but when they when they meet their fate in the movie, mm. I don't know if that's a massive spoiler, but when they meet their fate, it's like, eh, I can kind of see that a mile away because each one of them's like, look at this photo of my daughter. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait till I retire soon. Yeah. I wonder if I'll ever live forever. <laughs> you mean that brilliant scene where they're all in a circle mm-hmm. in a wide shot, and then all of a sudden all their phones start ringing one after one about how their, yeah. their folks miss them and they want them to come home. <laughs> right, right. They all get split up. It's it's exactly like a, a horror movie. It's how convenient. Film. Yeah, yeah. And it had to be on that same night where they were threatened by Samo or his henchmen. Um that you know like they would be killed so it was like oh let's all split up it's like yeah that's exactly what happens in a horror movie like you don't do that yeah this, this oh, movie what? actually has a lot of like horror movie uh what is it um vibes elements. Or, yeah elements yeah, yeah, yeah. just like yeah. something happens and then the conclusion is like oh it, it's good it's good but then in reality like oh shit you fucked everybody else over 
for no reason. You mean Wu Jing carrying, brandishing a giant dagger with him and killing people <laughs> one by one isn't the big nod to a horror movie? No, I don't think. No, no, no. Not at all. Zero, what are you saying? Something? Oh, one thing I wanted to say is uh, this, uh, I think they were saying in the commentary or some of the behind the scenes that uh, Sam, this is Samo's first role as a villain in a long time 25 years 25 years yeah. that's crazy so what was the movie 25 years ago uh, according uh, at the time of I, recording i have not seen this but apparently according to him it was at the time before he was even famous yeah right i, I mean like ever, once he became a big I, name yeah i can't ever recall him in a villain role like this is like mm-hmm. this is it this is all i remember him is being yeah. the villain and I, it was it was cool yeah. to see him being an ass more <laughs> even more so than he's been in other roles but Right. And then he. Oh no! I don't, I don't think he's an ass, though. Right? That's a thing. He's the villain, but he's not. Yeah, an ass. yeah, you're right. He's just uh, <laughs> an yeah, antagonist. I, I, but he's yeah, not, he's just an antagonist, yeah. but he's not really doing anything so bad. It's it's kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It, again, like the the ones you're kind of rooting for are kind of like the villains. They're doing terrible things, mm-hmm. but for good cause. Yeah. Terrible things. <laughs> for good cause. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we want we want the daughter to live a good, happy life, so we're gonna um frame someone for murder <laughs> and then also murder that person uh and also steal some money from a triad boss so terrible terrible things and cause a lot of mental damage along the way and apparently this yeah. movie is just on high end just mental health it's all about the mental <laughs> health in this movie you got a brain uh, tumor sure got a <laughs> potentially mentally retarded videographer yep. whoa <laughs> okay demonetized right away you can believe uh, that I'm sorry <laughs> well yeah i'm pretty positive he was supposedly be mentally challenged yeah mm-hmm. and right. in it, are you talking about samo hung sun no 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 remember oh there, there was yeah there was a videographer ah, okay. that they that gets incriminating evidence somehow on samo <laughs> hung like you just have this it's like a camcorder that's like stuck to a tree it's such a weird angle i'm like how the hell is he shooting that and they can't see him shooting that it they (laughs) they just never filled in that plot hole i started rationalizing i'm like he must be hiding like from a balcony somewhere and he zoomed in and then i'm like but his hand's too steady like this makes no sense well (laughs) let's give well let's give the audience uh context so this this shot is of Samo Hung is beating the the, the the life out of uh, one of the moles that was infiltrated his ranks, right? With a and golf then, club. With the golf club. practicing his the, swing on him. Yeah, but well, I mean, that's like one of the only few terrible things he does in the movie. Again, this is relatively considered like benign compared to everything yeah, else. Very and then he gets out of frame and then a, one of his underling, underlings come into frame and shoots the guy to death. So, in the video, the person who shot and killed the mole right. wasn't Samo Hung. But the cops, they're like, well, once they got a hold of this footage, they're like, well, we can't let this footage uh, be released unedited like this. We need to edit it so it looks like uh, we have to cut the part where the mole was killed by someone else and make it implied that Samo did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. I think that's a great setup. Uh, and like, that actually becomes like the premise uh, or the pretext of all the conflict throughout the rest of the movie. Is like these cops are going out of their way to frame Samo Hung uh, because they know if, if, uh, 
they show the unreleased, um, the unedited version, Samo wouldn't get the full punishment that he mm-hmm. would yeah. you know, receive. Yeah. Which is actually, and I think that's when, brilliant. When I watched the movie, I'm, I questioned the justice system. <laughs> and I was just like, wait a minute, like why are Don't they worry, so Mark, against di- this? Uh, well, it's one of those things too, where he goes right into the evidence room and he's just like, yoink, gonna change this around, and you're just like, ah. No wonder people don't trust police officers. There's, don't worry, Mark. The, uh, that only happens in Hong Kong. The American police system is far from... from I, I, I just... Like, I, I don't understand. Like, there's enough evidence to put him away for the rest of his life, yet they still choose to somehow, like, charge him with some maximum fucking potential charge for no yeah. reason. But that's insane. It. Well, they, they say it earlier in the film. They're, they want... They they keep on saying, like... Uh, which means like i'm gonna fuck you over for the rest of your life <laughs> like that's how how vindictive these cops are against sam it's when you can't so when like, you stop thinking straight where you realize that like he could go away for 30 years and he'll die in jail but in reality um right yeah right it just makes right, no right, sense right 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 well i i don't know i, I think that it makes a lot of sense because the like they they know that like if yeah Samuel would just get like minimal punishment he's just gotta walk out of it or he'll you know hire the best lawyers and whatnot and get out of the situation my plot needs um, to make so. sense i'm sorry i'm very particular <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so now we get we get introduced to donnie yen's character uh just a little bit ahead of everything that we just mentioned and he actually has the least amount of character i think his whole shtick is that he's just there to kind of give kind of be like the straight man right yeah he, i would he's say he's there to really he, yeah, he is like, he's basically he's a straight man that has basically went on the straight path because of um some some things he's done some traumas oh, he's committed. Oh, right, right. And right. this is why it, right, right. I This said, was really cheesy t- yeah. <laughs> for me. And this is yeah, why yeah. I said what I said. There is a gratuitous <laughs> amount of mental health references oh, in this whole movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. The, well, the tumor, what, what the is, videographer, and now this dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that dude you're referring to is played by Sammo Hung's son. Uh, he is... It's a really, really short flashback scene, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the flashback... Uh, Samo, uh, well, not Samo, um, Donnie Yen approaches him and punches him square in the face and launches him up, and, you know, like, so hard that... Uh, he becomes he, mentally basically, retarded? <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, like, when he's frothing at the mouth with vomit and whatnot, yeah. yeah. Did, did yeah, like, didn't we just is. talk about a movie where someone got punched so hard they became mentally handicapped? That was, was it? we talked about that in Crippled Avengers. Oh my god, what is it with it? It's in the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's that's essentially what the um, the best. That's actually like I, I like to look at it as like he he was such an aggressive cop that he kind of like turned the light and he became good as a result of that. So like that's where his stances are. Yeah, um, I see. To- I like that. I'm fine with that. But the fact that you punch somebody into mental retardation <laughs> is so hard to take seriously that you know better writing. Come on, people. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, okay. My problem with uh, all the flashback scenes aren't even so much the flashbacks. It's more so like this movie, uh, as far as much as I like it, uh, there's a lot of it that feels a little dated, right? There's these dated transitions, dated uh, uh, flashbacks, uh, edits. Uh, like there's there's like a dream sequence where Simon Yam daydreams that he kills Sammo Hung. Right. But like it becomes a, it swirls. It does a little oh, like a, yeah, a screen right. swirl. 
I thought you, you said you was fine with it. I thought it was just like, whoa, what is that? They have I was fine with it. It feels but, very mid 2000s. Yeah, it really is dated. Yeah. This movie actually yeah, has yeah. a lot of weird transitions in certain points that I just think of PowerPoint. I, I just can't help it. <laughs> and well, it shows its age, but uh, I think I've been saying this. I said this to Zero too when we were watching it. It's like, I think you if you took the same story, just edit a little bit and remade it you know uh, hollywood remade it i think it'd be perfectly fine mm. right just reinterpret it and you know like don't use so much of these trendy transitions or editing techniques like because that just they'll just make the movie show its age when we watch it down the line um but once i look past that uh the editing the really cheesy repetitive music sometimes <laughs> mm. uh you know i think that you know the the story still ha- st- uh, holds up and I know we haven't talked at all about the action yet after talking about this for 20 minutes. Um, but I think that this movie, you know, the, the story and the drama is so intense and it's always moving that you, I kind of forgot that most of the action is very backloaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like basically like we get little scuffles throughout the, the majority of the film, but the, not most of the action doesn't happen until maybe like the last 10 minutes in the movie. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. 10, 20 this minutes, is I'd say. the the pacing yeah. of this movie is really great. Well, while we were, while we were watching it, I was like, oh wow, shit, we're at the end already. I was like, whoa, like they give you the like it never feels like we're getting so much extraneous information. Everything that's delivered to us, it's like okay, that's what happens. Now we're going on to the next bit. Now we're going on to the next bit and the next story point. And then once we got to the scene, uh, the you know the famous alley scene, I was like, oh shit, we're like at the end. This is great. Yeah. Like it it just yeah. flew by. So I was. Right. It's been a while since I've seen this film, so I was just pleasantly surprised how uh, how it's still how it's still pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, oh man, I want to talk about the the drama more. I, I probably could talk about it to to death uh, because that's actually the main reason to go into this movie for me. Like, I love the story. I, I think that the characterizations sometimes it. See, that's the thing with this movie. It's weird. The characters, these characters, sometimes don't actually have characters. <laughs> But it's more like they're what they do is more interesting than the characters themselves. Does that make any sense? It almost feels like a, I, I've I felt like I've compared these move this movie to uh, a Christopher Nolan production at certain times. I know that seems a little like hyperbolic, but think about a Christopher Nolan movie. Like those aren't characters. Those are those are like ideas of characters. Yeah. They always feel like very lofty, like that, you know, each one of the, them like feels like a metaphor for something. But like these, when I watch this movie, I'm like, these aren't actually, these characters don't actually like have much to them. They don't have many attributes. It's more like you're just in it for like what they're about to do rather than like who they are. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah. Like I don't feel like any of these are real people. They, right, they right. are, you know, somebody put up a picture of Donnie Yen. It was like, oh, stoic good at kung fu you know taking over for the role of you know like very very simple adjectives but that doesn't necessarily mean you fleshed him out as a person yeah well they're very they're very very vague and they're very very they're told in very large like brush strokes well they definitely tried to front load them with uh certain situations and expressions um you've got one of the guys who's like i hate my dad basically <laughs> because mm-hmm. right, um, right they were referencing like how one dude doesn't have a dad the other one's yeah. like well i consider mine dead anyway and got like it's way yeah. too emo 
too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you'll see, that's the thing. Yes, you're, you're right. They have backstories. But they don't matter. They have matter. motivations. <laughs> no, but they do matter. But they don't... I wouldn't say that these characters have character. <laughs> see, I would true. say that... I they would have say backstories. That, I would say that they don't matter because they didn't develop the characters enough for me to like them. It's, right. It's yeah, so that, that's, that's my issue. <laughs> well, yeah, they, and right. spoiler, everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, almost, almost. We'll, we'll get to yeah, that. We'll get into it. Um, but we, the way they, they do that actually kind of develops more on their type of character. I feel like their death actually right. describes their character more than the background <laughs> story itself because some of them yeah, are just yeah. purely hilarious as the, the movie progresses. Well, the fact that the character's character doesn't matter doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. It's fine. I, I think it's more like they, they just gives you a small backdrop of what they're about to do and why that gives you context. And I'm more interested in what they're about to do. And like it, it gives you motivation and understanding mm-hmm. why they're doing these terrible things. So um, I, again, I don't want to talk too much about the drama. Maybe we'll discuss it, discuss it, uh, you know, like in detail uh, because I don't want to give too much spoilers. Like that's as much as I, I want to actually provide for the listeners. Uh, but we could talk about the action. Um, so I didn't realize this is, is this the first time that Donnie Yen and Samuel Hung were on in a film together. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like they've, mm-hmm. it's just so crazy that they're just so two pro, two prolific martial arts actors and. It's only until now that Samo's in such, you know, he's so much yep. older now that they finally got together. Yeah, yeah. They, they said that they wanted to do things for since the 80s, but they're just scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. And that's really all it is, you know, but that's fine. I mean, the only, I think the only other time where I've seen them together is uh, Ip Man 2. And I, and that was also directed by Yilt Wilson. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I would choose this movie over all the Ip Man movies any day. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, like that's how much I... I'm gonna go off the record here. This is one of my favorite movies. Period. Like, not. It's not like because I. Aren't you technically on the record because we're recording? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) On the record. (laughs) Like, uh, let's timestamp this right now. Um, On this date, uh, I'm going to say this is one of my favorite movies ever. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually blown away when I first watched it, Mm -hmm. fucking 15 years ago. Uh, and I, I would think that, like, as time went on, I'm like, oh, maybe my opinions will change. I'm like, oh, this movie still really holds up. There's definitely flaws with it. It's not a masterpiece by any sense, but it's so entertaining. Like, I understand why these characters are doing what they're doing. Um, and I think, like, Wilson Yip did such a phen- phenomenal job. Um, and, yeah, again, like you said before, Zero, there's, like, it, this movie's, like, you know, like, it doesn't feel like it slows down at any point. Like, it, it's just constantly giving you more information. And, you know, it, like, it always feels like, there's just another escalation of the drama, which I really love. Um, so, okay, I guess we'll talk about the small little moments just because there really isn't that much fighting in the movie, right? Yeah. Because there's only really two main fight scenes in the whole film, and they don't occur until the very, very end. There is a small brawl that occurs in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Sam, hospital with Sam lobby. and he's holding the giant yeah. pink panther doll. <laughs> yeah, which is an actual Pink Panther. I don't think they have the license. They oh, got the license. Of course not. Yeah. No, I like this fight a lot. It's so short, but it's it's like a very good taste of like what's to come with the movie. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, well, it's happening at the what twenty? Oh, well, thirty. It's 30 like the thirty minute, minute mark. mark. Yeah. <laughs> so you get your first taste at the thirty minute mark, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, you know, like it's it's just basically uh, like Samo and Donnie going kind of training blows. And it becomes a ground uh, 
scuffle uh, once they, they, you know, once all the people, all the cops dogpile Samo, basically just holding him down, and then they arrest him. And that's basically the end of that fight. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really short. See, I like how realistic this fight is in that when there are more, when there is one person versus many, people finally dogpiled. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, it actually happened. It finally happened. In a in a movie, I I, di I didn't remember right. this happened, but yeah, they literally all jump on him one by one and hold him down, yep. and that is why you don't fight multiple opponents. <laughs> it's a it's slightly realistic. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, maybe we should mention the fact that this movie wasn't originally going to have any fighting in it. I can, you can right? you can definitely see you can definitely have this storyline without any action it's yeah, it would be right. so easy to just edit all this stuff out but it would be terrible. yeah <laughs> oh jeez i don't know man i think the story like is just so like on just constantly going at it you know, like honestly if, uh, if you really think about it the what happens in this hospital scene uh, like really quickly is like they, they just came here to arrest him and he's like no i'm here to go see my son and it could just it could have honestly been a simple scuffle like no choreography at all he's like resisting but they just you know they just detain him really quickly and take him into the, the car um and you know like it didn't have to be a choreographed fight but like i think that you know I think once they got Donnie Yen involved in the project, they're like, no, we need fight scenes. <laughs> we, we need to get, we get, we need to have something of this sort. And I, you know, like honestly, it's not even necessary. I was gonna say, I don't think I've ever seen a Donnie Yen movie where he doesn't do martial arts. Oh, I've seen them. Oh, you seen? Okay. He mostly does. He's he's done some really cheesy comedies. Oh, okay. Uh, most uh, most mostly in his later years. Okay. Uh, but that's not a fault of him. It's more the fault of the uh, terrible Hong Kong comedy. See. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what I was gonna say is, it would have been extremely surprising if you have Sammo Hung and you have Donnie mm -hmm. Yen, and then there was absolutely no martial arts in it. Like that is true. That would have like that shocked me <laughs> to <Yeah>. see. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good, very good point. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, there gets to a certain point in this movie where there's so little action going on sometimes, but the story is so engaging. I don't care, <laughs> right? I actually, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I just want to know what's going to happen next, right? So what ends up happening is, uh, okay, I, now we're going to, I'm just going to say, this is our spoiler warning. I tried not to do it, but like, I really can't talk about the rest of the movie without really like divulging more. So all those extras, that, those extra characters, the supporting ones that are part of Simon Yam's team, they are all offed one by one by Wu Jing, this henchman of Sammo Hung. And uh, these are not fight scenes. They're more like just, I don't know. Well, uh, you like guys are kind massacres, of... Yeah, you, massacres. You were <laughs> correct in actually comparing it to a horror movie. These characters get picked off one by one before the main characters are left alone you know to kind of mm -hmm. fend for themselves and that's kind of what it is uh right. you have like the moment where the one character is just uh he's like on that i guess it's like a so it's like a like an outdoor soccer field and mm -hmm. then all yep. the people run off the field and he realizes he's all by himself and then right. Jing literally steps out of the shadows and you're just like well i wonder what's gonna happen now <laughs> There's this great stunt that Wu Jing does, and I'm pretty sure it's him. Uh, he does a side flip over the soccer post. And the first time I watched it, I'm like, man, that must have been crazy wires. I don't think those are wires. I think he actually did that. It's it's incredibly impressive. Uh, and then he once he lands, he just delivers a flurry of stabs and, and swipes at the dude and basically just massacres him. 
Um, you know, honestly, I totally forgot there's a previous scene that we kind of missed out on. Uh, it's a scene that you pointed out specifically for the colors, Zero. It was a, a scene where they are framing, or not framing, this is the scene where they kill the dude who also killed their mole. Oh, right, the guy in the, mm -hmm. like, he's wearing the, the red suit. It's, it's yes. kind of like a chase scene on, on the roof. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man, yep. this is this is crazy. Like, uh, one thing I never noticed about the film was uh, the lighting or the cinematography until we rewatch it again, and you can see how the film is actually uh, lit with colored lights. It's not like something they did in post to just oh, we'll adjust, we'll brighten up the greens and we'll brighten up the reds. And you know, it's like no, you can literally see like a lot, you know, lots of reds, greens, blues, even purple lights throughout mm -hmm. the movie. Yep. And I was just really fascinated because I, I can't really recall that too often in like Hong Kong films. I, I was getting uh, glimpses of like Guillermo del Toro a little bit. He he liked, he uses <laughs> a lot of uh, monotone lighting. Right. Yep. Uh, but there, but you can see like the reds and greens uh, yep. in this in this rooftop shot, and I was like, oh wow, that's, that's very nicely right. lit. Yeah, it wasn't until you told me that, uh, like, I went until I honed in on it, where that uh, they they have this the entire set or not even set, it's the whole complex that they're filming on is is I think it's using like natural lights, uh, probably like the night lights, the most natural sky light blue. But on the back, you can see the back wall is lit by some sort of actual prop. Uh, red light mm -hmm. but only that one it doesn't make any sense in terms of the context like why is that one uh, wall red but it's a great shot like you can see the silhouettes of all the characters as they're approaching the dude um, you know they're, they're building tension uh, don't we get like a very short parkour scene after this where the dude is running away but he's basically gets forced into committing suicide mm -hmm. uh, by the by the crooked cops uh, and then uh, Donnie Yen is a witness to this so uh, we have a, a scuffle of sorts where he's basically like beating down on all his 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 future subordinates yeah uh, you know like you can understand why because he's obviously very tense by then uh, very frazzled by the whole situation like what the fuck you guys are cops you should not be doing this mm -hmm. Yeah, the choreography yeah. here is extremely simple. He's just basically yeah. kicking these metal oil containers out of their hands because they're, you know, they're old. They're much older gentlemen, so they don't really have any fighting skills. Yeah. But yeah. there is a funny moment. He does a fucking German suplex on one of the guys <laughs> into a bunch of cardboard boxes. And right. I just felt, okay, that seems a little overkill. <laughs> Well, when, when Donnie was like, I'm going to do the choreography for this movie, uh, he's like, I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to suplex someone. I doesn't matter if it works for the movie or for the drama. I, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, and just like that, it's kind of over. They, you know, obviously, uh, they, they talk it out afterwards. Uh, we have, a, I, I like the escalation. Like, it starts with Donnie screaming at them. He's like, and then Simon Yam starts off really calm. He's, he's basically saying, you know, like, uh, he stating his reasons why he's doing the terrible things he's doing. And then once Simon Yam starts screaming, Donnie's like, oh, I guess I'll shut up now. <laughs> um, yeah, so pushing a little forward with the story. Yeah, like we said before, Samo gets arrested. Uh, then they actually find the actual footage. And now Simon Yam's in trouble. And, uh, all, and also, all his subordinates are getting offed by Wu Jing. Uh, this terrible situation is making Simon Yam reconsider if he he should hold on to the money that he stole from Samuel Hung uh, instead of 
leaving the next day and being able to uh, give the money back to, uh, and like use the money to spend it, uh, the rest of his life with the adopted daughter that he has. It's uh, So he goes to Sammo Hung's place. That sounds really weird. He goes to Sammo Hung's hideout and he gets uh, basically uh, beaten, ow, tortured by Wu Jing. Well, he goes there right. trying. I don't, I don't know what his goal was because he goes, he's a police officer. So he goes there with a gun. And at first, he's killing a bo- whole bunch of his henchmen, of, you know, yeah. uh, Sammo Hung's henchmen. Oh, Sam and yeah. I was like, well, why don't you just kill Sammo first? <laughs> like, right, well, Sammo's all the way in the back. You know you know how video games are. <laughs> the main <laughs> so bad guy's far. always at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was a suicide mission. He knew that he wasn't going to be able to, to get out of this scot-free. I think he just wanted to kill Sammo, but... He shouldn't have started that suicide path in the very beginning of the entrance. Mm-hmm. You know, you always want to save your power up until the very end. Uh, so yeah, so now Donnie Yen, knowing this context, you know, like why, you know, that's that Samo has Simon Yam captured. Donnie Yen is going to bring the real money, and this is where I can see the flaw myself. That Donnie Yen flips sides way too quickly. What do you mean so he, flips sides? Uh, <clears throat> well, he came into the force, what, two days ago? Yeah. Like, And he doesn't know anybody. I mean, he, he kind of knows everyone. He's he spent a little time with them. He, he knows what they're going through. But he, to say that he has like a personal stake in this is, in my opinion, a little far-fetched. Well, uh, I, I mean, you know, he was going to become their team lead, essentially. And he did witness one of them get uh, their throat slashed by Wu Jing. So I would say there's, you know, kind of a personal stake in it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. I, I recant that statement a little bit. I, I still think that, like, the fact that he's willing to, to uh, you know, to give up his badge and gun, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which he does in the movie. Like, uh, I was like, oh, I don't know. That seems a little bit, a little bit of a stretch. But I guess it's the state that he's, a, he's supposed to be a good cop. Yeah, but also, he's, he's, it's yeah, little... he he's he's the audience surrogate almost. Like you know, he's supposed he needs to do the good thing because we need to feel that through him. Right, 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 right. So I can't talk about the rest of the movie without spoiling it. I mean, you already but... said that before. <laughs> I think <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, like real deep spoilers because we're gonna go really into it now. We're going uh, deep, guys. If you can't handle it, <laughs> tell you know, pull out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is if you're gonna google spl uh you're probably not gonna get anything because that's really vague Mm -hmm. if you look up spl fight scenes you're gonna get these two particular fights the first one is between donnie yen and wu jing wu jing being the dude that killed all the subordinates and um it's probably the most iconic fight of the whole movie and i i definitely like it but i don't think it's necessary (laughs) for the movie well but you already yeah. kind of you already kind of said it, and I do agree with you. Uh, this movie could technically do without any of the action, so you know this scene doesn't need to exist really. But uh, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Wu Jing did kill all you know all the all the side characters, and you know you you need that catharsis. Like Donnie Yen does need to right. dispatch him somehow. Right. So if right. this was just like a normal pr- police drama, probably would have been a shootout, and he probably would have right. just shot him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I take back back my statement a little bit. I I think what I don't like about this uh this fight isn't that I don't like it. Sorry, that's that that is kind of hard for me to say. I think my only problem with this fight is that even though it's it's really well choreographed, I don't like that the movements are that quick. 
because I actually can't make out a lot of what's happening on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching the making of, uh, when they were talking about it, uh, Wu Jing actually stopped Donnie. He's like, isn't that moving a little too fast? Yeah. Uh, and Donnie's like, no, no, don't worry. It's realistic. And I'm like, no, but it's a movie. I kind of want to see what they're doing. <laughs> and, and they're I just cuts, feel a bunch of harm movements. And their cuts, too, actually interfere with, I think, uh, the speed as well. So it ramps it up a little bit more because you feel like it's a lot faster than it actually is. Uh, yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, there's there's that. There's definitely that. There's also the camera being a little close at times, yeah. and you can see also in the making of uh, there are certain shots where they they just have a, the two performers just swinging their arms, right? right. Um, you know, and the camera's in a extreme close up, so it's not to imply it's just to imply that they're trading blows without actual choreography. Uh, to imply that you know, like they're they're supposed to be fighting at these immense speeds, but I feel like a lot of the fighting in this whole scene is like that it does it just feels a little too chaotic and it's very hard to capture on camera there's something that i so sorry there go ahead oh well what i was gonna say is i can't remember where i've heard this before it might be from the the chinese dvds i had or i could just be pulling this out of my ass i thought i i thought i heard somewhere that a lot of this fight is actually donnie yen and wu jing uh really just trying to uh hit each other like um You can see where there are uh, set there are set choreographed pieces where it's technically moving the fight along, but then you could really see that there are certain shots where, as you guys said, they're kind of wildly flailing at each other, yeah. and that is where the quote unquote like sparring between the two fighters is actually coming in. Like they're just really trying to swipe at each other, and the camera's just rolling, and that's what we're getting on film. Right. That's why it looks so fast because they're not performing for film anymore they're just trying to really uh hit each other and when you try to really hit somebody you're you know 24 frames a second is not going to capture that really well yeah 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 i'm sure they shot on 22 but still i think that uh the first part of it is actually the problem i have with it Uh, so in the beginning when they they charge at each other with Donnie Yen holding onto his baton, his police baton, and Wu Jing carrying his brandishing his knife. Uh, his knife. They're basically just swiping at one another, and, which I appreciate because like we don't really talk about weapons fights much on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like I like it for that that we we're actually representing weapons, and for that like it definitely feels like there's tension. Like there's definitely tension. Like I, I'm like oh man, like I, it looks actually like there's peril that their main character is facing. But if we're, I'm, I'm, it's very hard for me to break down the first portion of it, which is like, I, I can't be like, oh, I like that hand movement he does. And like, oh, which one? There's like, he does a million hand movements. Yeah, I mean, that I can understand why it would be difficult because as I mentioned, I believe a lot of the first portion of this fight is them literally just wildly swinging at each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe not wildly. They are literally swinging at each other, trying to get hit off on one another. Yep. And right. so they, that's not like, you know, that's not choreography in the sense that like, they were memorizing certain moves because they were literally just trying to hit each other. Yeah, right, right. Well, once they uh, get to that second portion where they're, they kind of like, they start to size one each other up, I think that's the portion where they start improvising. They're like, because they actually are trying to like uh, dodge and weave around each other's movements. They're actually throwing less movements Mm -hmm. uh, during this portion. So to backtrack just for a minute, when you guys were talking about um, the ramping and how it feels really fast, there's actually one thing, I don't know if you noticed, but every sound effects, uh, every sound effect that comes out of um out of the movie so every punch you throw every grunt everything is kind of amplified it's at a very high register um so it feels like everything is happening right in your face 
So in combination with like the score that is kind of subtly there, but a little too high in my opinion, mm -hmm. and it just kind of makes it feel like it's progressing way faster. And then it just like the flow just doesn't stop and doesn't stop right. and doesn't stop and just keeps pushing through. Um, right. But like I thought this movie especially had a lot of um, sound effects that helped make it seem a lot quicker than it was more than I've seen in any other movie, I think as of recent. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I was, I was watching the making of, of this fight scene and uh, all the, <clears throat> sorry, all the, uh, the many takes that they've done of this, that uh, you can see the, the, the behind the scenes shots that they had. Like I actually could make out what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe they sped it up a little bit. Uh, I, I highly doubt it. I, I bet this is the real, uh, what they got. They just put into the final take a uh, final film. Um, it's just a little too close sometimes. Um, I, I think all the complaints I just had before are actually very minor nitpicks. I know I kind of blew it up, but like, I think that the, the fight itself is, you know, it has the tension. I, I like that about this film. Like, uh, like this fight scene, mm -hmm. cause it has that tension. Like you, you do feel for the character. You're like, okay, and I feel like there it's great action. Um, it just like, I think mostly that force portion where it's like, it's, it just, they're moving so quickly that I can't capture it. Uh, it feels like you shouldn't start the move to start the fight scene like that. <laughs> you should start it off with like, okay, let's get an escalation of, of that. Um, rather than like, just go right into it. And then just their arms are so, their movements are so quick that you're, the human eye can't capture it. Right. Right. That's, yeah. That's I, what I didn't like okay. That. Yeah. I can, I can understand that now. Cause I guess usually, uh, I guess traditionally with fights, you kind of yeah. start out at a certain pace and then you yep. ramp up, you kind of keep that speed until you hit that point, And then it kind of, you know, it kind of, you kind of ease out of it. This goes from zero to 60, like right there immediately, immediately into yeah. it. So like, I mean, you see, it's going to happen. You, you know, like, okay, yeah, he, he need, yep. they, they're going to kill each other. But the fact that they just start swinging at that high velocity, you're just like, oh, shit. Okay, we're in it. We're in it. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, but, you know, uh, there are the things about this fight scene, I, besides the drama that, like, we've, we've uh, accumulated up to this point. Like, there's also the, the costumes. Like, as, as, as silly as that is, like, I think that that's really important. There's, these two characters are so visually distinct from one another mm -hmm. in this one particular shot. Like, one's wearing, all, like, this black leather, basically what Zero would be wearing right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, and then there's Wu Jing, who's basically covered in white. And I think that's obvious, it's obvious choice why he's wearing, you know, white, not because it's, you know, black versus white. But also, and it's literally like uh, from Spy versus Spy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's just very well, visually white... striking too. Like yeah. when you think of Wu Jing's character from this movie, you just think the the white leather. He also has like the white blonde hair top. It's just, oh, yeah. yeah. It's just mm -hmm. you when you think about it, you're like, okay, yeah, that's Wu Jing. There's no yep. doubt about it. Complete contrast. And, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah. the, well, the only reason is so he can be covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> right. fun when you have someone wearing white and you just splatter blood all over them. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, they, I mean, uh, just very indicative of Hong Kong cinema and how they they film this shit, uh, which I don't think they do much of anymore. Uh, they filmed all this in one night, uh, and you know, they, I, I think a lot of this was also improvised, like you said before. Like they're like they got on the scene. They're like. How should we do this fight scene? No prep time beforehand. They're just, they're just like let's just let's just figure it out as we go, and it's great. Uh, Donnie Yen, you know, once he was put on board for the project, he was like, 
Uh, maybe we should actually have some fight scenes in the movie. So he got a little bit extra budget, and then this is what he made of it. You know, like he just he was like, oh, I have, I got two nights to to do this. So he just he was like, yeah, let's just go into the back alleyway and just like record a scene. Right. Not a porno. <laughs> not a porno. I swear to God, it's well, not a porno. Well, it's so crazy <laughs> because you know, like, I'll, I think this fight is iconic for a reason. Like, if when people say SPL or, or Kill Zone, like they're like, oh yeah, the Donnie Yen and Wu Jing fight. Like people. <laughs> remember this despite like all the nitpicks it's just so you know visually you just remember the black on the white and then the uh the police baton versus the knife it's just such a nice uh visual that they created with it yeah yeah um i i i think i only just like name complaints but like my i'm ground down the basis that i can't actually break it down because it's so fast <laughs> And there's actually, like, it can be a little unclear, but it doesn't matter because I think the tension's there and that's what actually matters. So I actually like a lot how this ends and I was rewatching it a lot before this and I was really thinking about it, but because I do have some nitpicks about it, but uh, the choreography becomes a lot more choreographed, <laughs> for lack of a better word, <laughs> when uh, it starts going to the end of the fight. And what happens is uh, Donnie Yen uh, kind of puts his baton against Wu Jing's neck and he's pushing him back as he's advancing. Yeah. And Wu Jing has the baton with his left hand, and as you know, oh, as they're right. as they're getting pushed back, and there's this awesome move where, what happens is, you know, in order for Wu Jing to try and you know strike him, he tosses the knife that's in his left hand, over or in his right hand, excuse me, over to his left hand, and you get this great shot, like it's in kind of a slow motion. You see the knife just go between uh, Wu Jing and Donnie, and then Wu Jing catches it in his, in his left. And then he begins slicing and it's, and I was, I was thinking about this a lot because we always say like, okay, how did, how did Donnie Yen win? Right. Because what's, what's happening now is Wu Jing is slicing at him and Donnie Yen, uh, he kind of, he's kind of doing like some sacri like he's sacrificing some of his, I guess his energy level or his power, if you will. <laughs> I started to notice that he's putting up his donian is putting up his left hand a lot uh while wu jing is is cutting him and i didn't i didn't realize it but i think what was happening is he was trying to grab the knife out of yeah. out of desperation in addition to him swinging mm -hmm. the baton he was trying to grab the knife and right. eventually what happens is he does grab the knife which then gives uh donian the opportunity to finally like hit wu jing over the head yeah and that's where you can see that the fight immediately turn in his favor because yep. that that blow right. just made all the blood run down yeah <laughs> <laughs> right zero you, you have no idea how many baton quote unquote batons and quote unquote knives they went through for the production of this fight scene. <laughs> if you watch the fight the behind the scenes uh, they're constantly like running through like other different plastic. Oh, oh all the props. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I can they kept imagine. breaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, even though they're obviously props, you know, like watching it in the scene, like you can, it feels like yeah, that's going to hurt still. Of yeah. course, yeah. of course. Yeah. But like all those prop, uh, all those sound effects help a lot to mm -hmm. sell a lot. of. Oh the, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Impact. So my, yeah. my one big problem now is mm -hmm. yes. Now that Donnie Yen has the advantage and he's kind of phased Wu Jing by kind of smashing him over the head. Uh, Wu Jing still gets the baton. He still disarms yep. Donnie Yen with the baton. And what ends up happening is Wu Jing goes for the overhead knife attack. And Donnie Yen's defense <laughs> is to grab his arm. Uh -huh. And twist it around and make him stab yeah, himself. Yeah, like, 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 I don't know. Like, that 
that did, for me personally that that's what didn't work like i didn't right. believe that i i just mm. i kind of wanted something else like maybe he got stabbed from it and then that opened him up for you know he got in close and then he could uh, somehow finish right. him off but yeah i don't know for some reason i didn't buy the fact that he was able to grab his arm from like an overhead stab. Right. right. Uh, yeah, I, I I did find that a little weird too. But my thing only complaint is that it just feels like a little more of like a grand gesture. It's like, oh, that movement is way too uh, dramatic. I feel like it's uh, very like telegraphed too. Yeah, telegraphed. There you go. It's it's very telegraphed. Uh, you know, the, the amount of time that Donnie Yen would take to in order to grab that out of his hand, twist his wrist around, and make him stab himself. Well, that feels a little weird, but you know it. It does feel very appropriate. It it, it grounds itself back into the re, the pseudo reality of a kung fu movie rather than being like more mar, like reality based. Um, <laughs> which you know, I, you know, I think that the more reality based martial action is more fitting for this kind of movie. You, know, you don't want to see like um, something that's a little bit more fantastical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is pretty grounded, and I I'm okay with it because the the payoff is actually pretty nice like he yep. gets the knife into Wu Jing and then you get that great moment where he's just like driving it forward yep. Wu Jing is like is trying to step back while he's getting stabbed mm-hmm. so it's like yeah it's a it's a good moment so yeah, even yeah. though even though I had that kind of nitpick about it like I still I still like the fight a lot yeah 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 well we get that really and it's not that bad you know but it, it's also that dated uh, speed ramp effect at the end where they zoom in a little bit and mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. The nitpick, and then uh, you, you see the blood splatter against the the wall uh, once once he removes the knife, and then Donnie Yen walks away. I love. I just love the cinematography. I don't know if you guys uh, noti- noticed this during the actual stabbing and the moving back. He was actually gunning him the whole time as he was running. Yeah, back. that that was oh, right. one thing I didn't notice at first either. You you can kind of oh, right. see the knife going from right to left mm-hmm. in his flesh. Like yeah. I, yeah. I, after watching it a couple times, I was like, oh shit! It's a nice I little <laughs> Easter. Yeah. Right there. I thought it was just going in, but you can see it slowly going. I was like, oof, that's yeah. rough. It adds yeah, to the like, yeah. gruesomeness for sure. It's great. Right. In terms of brutality, in terms of like blood, gore, like that's like the most, that's the furthest it ever it takes that. Um, the rest of the movie, I mean, wouldn't say it's tame, you know, but it's, it doesn't go that far. But this is as bloody and disgusting as it can get. I mean, from uh, a physical standpoint, I think from a psychological standpoint, it gets a little bit more gruesome at the end. Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, hey, are we on the final fight? Yeah, we're on the final uh, fight. the next one. Yeah. The, the final fight. Uh, you, I, you said it before, Zero. You can't have a Sammo and Donnie Yen movie and not have a fight scene. So we're getting what we wanted. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there is a deleted scene before uh, in the making of, of Donnie Yen coming into the, the set uh, doing a triple kick mm-hmm. against a bunch of these henchmen. They did not keep that in the final movie. I'm glad they didn't keep that in there. Uh, I think their complaint is that it doesn't, it wouldn't work for the pacing. It would, for me, it wouldn't work because like I don't need it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it, not necessary. Right, right. We don't need to take down three guys to get the Samo. Like we, right. he just took down Wu Jing, the mini right. boss. We can now, you know, graduate to the final boss. Now it, it's yeah. okay if we do this. Right, and also you, you, would, you know, you would start to put in the logic like, well, why are there only three guys? Doesn't this guy own all of Hong Kong? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You would. You. You're almost expecting a one versus many before yeah. the final boss, but technically Wu Jing was the mini boss, so I'm glad they they took it out. Right. 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 Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, the, so what's the setup? So Donnie Yen comes into the the room, 
and he sees Samo just you know, seated himself, and Donnie Yen throws a CGI knife at him, <laughs> and uh, it's fine. I actually think it's very convincing. Oh That's yeah, I never, I never knew it was CG when I first watched it. At least my eyes weren't that keen. But right. upon rewatching, you realize like that would have taken forever for you know for <laughs> him to perfectly throw the knife, and then Samo just to like lackadaisically kick it. In that right. perfect angle, like yeah. in the top left corner right of the screen. You. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like it would have been impossible for that to happen. I remember yeah, when yeah. I saw it, I was like, "Whoa, that was impressive!" It'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, also be incredibly dangerous. And if mm -hmm. a Hong, a veteran Hong Kong actor and stunt person tells you that's dangerous, then you know it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. So the final fight is. I feel like it less, not nearly talked about as much as the Wujing fight, right? The the Wujing fight is the more Correct. iconic one, but I think that there's a lot of merit to this one as well, right? This fight yeah. between Samo and Donnie. Um, what I wasn't expecting, what the greatest, uh, you know, the the greatest uh, standout about this whole fight isn't the isn't even the the ground. No, it's it's not the stand up fight where they're you know basically trading blows on their feet. It's the the grounded pound. That's the part that really surprised me because we all we kind of know that Donnie Yen is trained in mixed martial arts too. But to see Samo Hung do that is very surprising. I didn't even know that he he uh, was capable of that. Mm -hmm. So it, it's interesting in the in the commentary, mm -hmm. Donnie Yen says he didn't know anything. I mean, he's a fan of mixed martial arts. Mm -hmm. He said he's never done it before though. Really? He's, Maybe yeah. at the time of that the the film because I know he's he's a big advocate of it. I mean, I well, mean Flashboy yeah, yeah. came out after well, this. Well, after this, yeah. But he said that I think he said he didn't have any training in it. He just said he he watched it and he wanted to incorporate it. So then mm. he started to learn a little bit about it. That's so crazy. If that's, yeah, that's true, yeah. I mean, I think with a lot of the, um, martial arts, especially uh, film martial artists, like you can look at a style and then incorporate those movements. You know, you, I think right. you could visually figure it out without being a practitioner, but right. being a practitioner obviously helps a lot. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure, right, I'm right. sure he got into some training for it. Uh, right. But you know, like I don't think he was like years and years into it. Right. right. So I, I was actually, that. I was, I was surprised to hear him say that. I thought he was a, you know, somebody who was, uh, who yep. was learning BJJ or, or yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see it. There's a certain portion of the fight where Donnie does like an arm throw, a judo arm throw on Samo a couple times, like, but like three times in a row where it's like, okay, that's getting a little repetitive. Can can you stop doing that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's yeah, the so one moment in the fight. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you don't need to throw somebody that much. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, like I, I guess we, if what you said is true, this would be a. Uh, a kung fu guy's interpretation of jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu, because mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot more. It's a lot more flashy, right? And yeah. I've I've mentioned this before. It's like it's very hard to do grounded grappling and make it look impressive on screen. Mm -hmm. um, so well, that, I mean, a lot of people praised this when it came out because it it was a very good uh, you know interpretation of that mm -hmm. uh, because I I think they were saying that. Uh, this might be one of the first times it was like captured properly in, in yeah. on film or at least in a Hong mm -hmm. Kong film. Yeah. Yeah. You think, um, actually that might be it. I mean, this is so over, this is so overshadowed by flashpoint, obviously. It's, right. It, it well, I mean, it doesn't say much considering, I mean, it's wrestling. Like you guys were saying is hard to get on, on camera. 
I mean, all those zooms in and, and all of that that was happening mm-hmm. just takes away from right. it all because that is a yeah. like a mid-range to wide-range kind right. of situation sometimes. Right. And you well, need that we downward that, angle from above. Right. Well, we were saying that like uh, like making grappling cinematic is probably even more important than actually making it look like it's legitimate. I mean, right. it, it'd be important to make it look legitimate. It yeah. can, you know, but, you know, for a common moviegoer like it's more important that you don't break up the monotony of, of the grappling well i'm biased so, here so <laughs> yeah i know i know uh but that's the thing with the like it's a movie you know like you want to just see a bunch of people just humping each other on the floor um <laughs> that's all wrestling have, is. i mean that's a completely different kind of movie <laughs> and it's between sam ohio and donnie and i don't know if i want to watch that <laughs> uh yeah so like they're they're training knee they're doing the knee thing they're like kneeing each other on the grounds uh donnie and um i mean he, he, he does his fair share of like they both do their fair share of, of standing work, which I, I do like. I mean, that's what they're known for, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Samo especially. But like I was saying to Zero before, like I'm very impressed that Samo actually held his own when they're on. They're both on the ground. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I think they were saying too in the uh, in the making of it's like you can't really double Samo that easily because yeah. he's just such a big guy. Yeah. Um, they, I think uh, Don Yen was saying like, yeah, if someone was doubling him, they just had to like fill him up with like pillows or something because it's just <laughs> yeah. like it's hard to get a guy like that size yeah. and mm-hmm. to, to make it believably look like Samo. Right, so I'm pretty right. positive he he did a lot of his own stunts here, minus the one giant one mm-hmm. at the end. Right? Yeah, yeah. That that's that's also really crazy. Well, we'll talk about that too. Is uh, that's how we cap off the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I, like I'm, I'm very impressed by uh, what what Samo actually does do here. They, uh, I mean, Samo isn't actually part of the choreography for this, uh, the the action choreography for this movie. He was he was only brought on board to as an actor and as a fighter, and that was it. And I actually find that so far fetched. Like my my brain can't comprehend that. Like I can't accept it. It's like. Every project where there's Sammo Hung, but there's also fighting in it, he has to have a hand in that. And here it's the only scenario where I can think, like, he was only here. Like, Donnie did all the action. Yeah, yeah. Donnie and his team mainly did. I mean, Sammo was given a credit, but I'm sure that was just kind of a courtesy. Well, it's because he fought. Not it, because he he directed how the action would go. Yeah, yeah. This was all Donnie and uh, mm-hmm. and his team, and I think they were saying like Samo was just like, yeah, I'm you know I'm letting you take this. You know, this mm-hmm. is in your hands. He's like, I'll you know he'll give input where needed, but like you know this was all uh, Donnie calling like the, mainly the action shots. Right. And you want to know something also surprising? Mm-hmm. One of the DPs for this fight scene is Simon Yam. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, if he's watching the the making of, he's manning the camera. Oh wow! I'm like, what the fuck? That's really surprising. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird because I, I kept on hearing them speaking Chinese. They're like, oh, Simon, uh, Simon, uh, you know, like take camera four. I'm like, what, 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 what's going on? And I'm like, oh shit, that is him. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So uh, because this whole movie is very drama driven right uh this fight does get interrupted by the story because once both of them are knocked to the ground uh we get a phone call samuel gets a phone call from his his wife and newborn newborn son and it's like oh hint hint i wonder what's gonna happen to Samo. and the movie kind of subverts your expectations yes. but we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec yeah uh he you know 
So if you Donnie really does, don't want to know anything, this is like our last like, spoiler is, alert warning. Yeah. This is our final warning. This is our final, final warning. Um, because I love the ending. So for those who have not seen the movie, please turn away uh, and jump jump to the last five minutes when we talk about recommendations. Um, I will say, when you know when Samo gets a hold of the phone, Donnie puts him into an arm lock, and because he represents the good guy. He gives Samo the opportunity to say good, say whatever he wants to his wife, who is unbeknown, unbeknownst to her that her husband is getting choked the life out of him. <laughs> yeah. Which is the worst uh, choke ever that I've ever seen. I'm just saying. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I think you missed it before. Uh, Zero and I were saying, like, uh, if, if, if it's true that Donnie didn't have much BJJ experience at the time of filming of this, then yes, that, that would be a Kung Fu guy's interpretation of a rear naked choke, which isn't even uh, that in this in this film. Mm-hmm. But um, but I mean, you got to think about it too. Fine. Like Donnie, Donnie N was saying like, because uh, like I think Bay Logan was asking him like, you know, like what was it like working with Samuel Hung? And uh, Donnie was saying like, oh, you know, you have to realize like sometimes too, like Samuel's like a now older guy yeah, and right. he has a lot of injuries. So they had to kind of work around certain things. And so, like, I think he didn't want to really choke him out, you know, so much. So, you know, there's going to be times where, yes, that doesn't look like the proper rear naked choke. But, you know, you kind of have to forgive these things sometimes. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, actually, I always have this conspiracy theory that you don't actually want to show a real rear naked choke on screen. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to look at, make it look somewhat believable. But if you make it look too realistic, people are going to fucking emulate that. And that shit is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it's like showing. It's like people asking me, like, why, why, why didn't they show you like how to actually make meth, real meth, on Breaking Bad? It's <laughs> right, like, right. Because right. people would fucking learn how to do that. Yeah, it's like you know, there's a certain responsibility on filmmakers, you know, yeah. not to kind of divulge things that can really, really be taken exactly at you know, like by children or people who yeah, just, yeah. you know, shouldn't be doing these things. Exactly. <laughs> so. um so Donnie defeats Samo by uh, hooking Samo up to a bunch of wires, and then he does in the most unbelievable flip. I actually hated that. Yeah. I, like, I always found that it was like a terrible way to end this fight because like the momentum of everything else was so good. Right. Minus the dummy shot that's uh, that Donnie does, he does a round kick towards a dummy's head. That it's clearly a dummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so but, like otherwise, I I, I like the rest of the, the fight. Yeah, so just to set up this final moment, uh, Samuel Hung is, um, he's like kind of laying on the, the counter of a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind him, there is kind of like a glass, like glass, glass shelving back, yeah. with like, uh, you know, bottles of alcohol stock, stocked on it. And what Donnie Yen does is he does a cartwheel on <laughs> top of Samo. And when he, when his feet land on the ground, he's like still holding Samo's body. Right. And somehow, that momentum of the cartwheel is able to lift up Samo's body and then kind of throw it on top of this glass shelving, thus, you know, like sending Samo's body crashing down. Right. on these on these shelves and that thing's it's like a, four foot high like the, i know the shel- it, like the shelves themselves so you have the bar table <laughs> and or the, the the bar itself and then as you swing them you have another four feet to clear 
And also right. I noticed that during the swing of the cartwheel, before Donnie's legs, feet actually touch the ground, Samo's already being launched. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it, it just feels like this is where it feels like, oh, there's such wire foo in this. I like but It I, is It I, is wires, though. Yeah. It's very, it very wires. obviously wires. Yeah, I, I don't like that as the ultimate end to the fight. You know, like they Honestly, if all he did was just do a sidekick and push, push him I into that know. stack, something. Like, it doesn't even be that... that fantastical right it could have been something a little bit more grounded so donnie yen had to fight for this last moment like he needed Mm -hmm. to ask for a lot more money so that they could do this this one thing Mm -hmm. and apparently this is the only take of it yes which makes sense yeah they could only do the one take because you know budgetary reasons too yeah well they have to make that stack every time they were doing yeah yeah it makes sense i i think i would have i think i would have preferred if he went just went sideways across it the right. fact that he goes oh, yeah. from top to bottom and just crushes it all down, like it doesn't work because it's so hard to believe that Donnie Yen's cartwheel is able <laughs> to generate enough momentum to lift up right. Samo Hung. Like right. you immediately know that it's fake because you can't buy it. Well, but, Samo's like maybe 50, 60 pounds heavier than him. Like mm-hmm. I don't, that yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That might be more than that, actually. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a, yeah. that's a conservative generous. estimate right there. I'm being generous. <laughs> but but I think the reason that they did top to bottom, and here's my uh, conspiracy theory, guys, mm-hmm. is um, product placement, okay? <laughs> product placement. You want, you want to and, see all those bottles crush for like a split second? Before they Except get one, crushed, you can clearly you can clearly see Black Label, Johnny <laughs> Walker. Like you can infer the rest, but you can clearly see the the Black Label Johnny Walker. And then when Sam Mark, if they could Mark, if they couldn't afford the Pink Panther, they can't afford to be <laughs> advertising for Johnny Walker. This is no. So this is funny enough, I think, because they blurred it out enough so you couldn't get like exactly like it was a little bit fuzzy, but you can probably like zoom in and then like, you know, enhance, enhance and get the letters. And then you see it's Johnny Walker. But what was actually funny was when Samuel lands on the tier of glass uh, filled with alcohol and then he just lays there. And Donnie's, yeah. like, hanging out, looking like a really cool dude, you know, hanging out, hanging out. All right, I did my job. I just need to breathe for a moment. You know it would be a good thing right our, now? Probably our fine... a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he pulls out a fucking beef eater from under Samo, places it on the table as he looks at his, like, former co-worker or whatever. Simon, Simon, yeah. yeah. Simon Yam is being held up. So yeah, like dramatically, <laughs> he's he's basically telling him like uh, like so. Well, well it's funny he's been hanging there the whole time <laughs> during this right, whole right. fight. <laughs> and then the lab- uh, label's perfectly in frame. It's like beef eater <laughs> Donnie Yen, you know, like buy it now. It's like who the hell drinks gin in China? But I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'll, it depends on how drunk I'm already before I had mm-hmm. the gin. <laughs> I swear, maybe so, that's why Donnie did it. I'm just conspiracy theory. It's a right. uh, product placement. He made some money on the side. I'm semi-confident <laughs> in that. Maybe he has some sort of stock in it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, right. So we have our uh, subversion moment. This is our final, final yes. spoiler. Because the ending is what makes this movie for me. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Because, like, again, we set up, the, we set up this uh, – that – Samo's newborn son and wife are, da- are like waiting for him downstairs. So, you know, in, in other movies, you'd be like, oh, Samo's gonna get the axe. But what ends up happening, again, there's our final warning, 
is Samo grabs Donnie out of nowhere, like a, a, like almost not like a jump scare, but kind of like a kind jump scare. Like yeah. A jump scare, yeah. It's yeah, like you don't much. expect it. Like, oh shit, he's alive. But you should have expected something because Donnie approaches. Is he still pouring his glass? And you notice that Samo's lifeless body isn't behind him anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you should have expected something. So Samo pick grabs Donnie, so starts charging at him, push, and he pushes Donnie out the window into a very dated CGI background. <laughs> and Donnie plummets to his death and crushes the car that Samo's family was in. Yep. Basically killing all three of them at once. Mm-hmm. Samo, I'm, I'm just gonna spoil the rest of this now. Uh, so Donnie's dead, <laughs> and Samo's fucking crying his eyes out because he's realizing what he realized, fuck, what, yep. like what the fuck he just did. Simon Yam is seen in the next scene. He's back at the beach, uh, spending time with his adopted daughter, and he just literally dies right there and then from brain <laughs> cancer. His brain cancer gets to him, and he. Di- oh, I know. I love how we're all laughing, but it's like. <laughs> It's like it's not funny. It's actually yeah, really. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's, a very, very sad moment. Uh, yeah. a, a little forced, the fact that he died in that. No, right, in like that, right there and then. Right there and then. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even like very, uh, like poignant that he died. He just literally slumps. <laughs> yeah. Like there is nothing that says like, okay, oh, this guy but... is officially dead because right. he fell on the ground, on the sand. He's laying there. He made a funny face that implies he's dead. Like no. No, no, we we don't need that. I think I think I I personally love that ending. It's it's like it's so it's so uh, conveniently sad. Can I point it's out? Appropriate. Re- can I? Sorry. Can I point out really quick yeah. that no Chinese person has entered the ocean once in this movie, and even though half oh, yeah. of the movie has been in front of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, there's two things that are implied, but with that ending, one is that Samo just let Simon Yan go. Right, because mm. Simon, because Sam was like, I just fucking lost everything. Yeah, he's like, what's, what's, the, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. And two, Samo's the only one to survive this. He's yep. the villain. Mm-hmm. The villain. He didn't win. No yeah. one won. Yeah, no everyone one won. Yeah. fucking lost in this. Yeah, movie. I, li- I like that ending. The bad guy won, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only survivor, mm-hmm. and he fucked himself over. Yeah, and I much. think that's so fitting. It's. Ugh. This is there's something I always say about movies with with sad sad endings. Uh, it always feels like the setup for it, ha- like the payoff, which is the sad ending, mm. has to be worth um, has to be set up prior. So you can't have like a happy go lucky movie and all of a sudden there's a sad ending and then the, the fucking movie ends. I hate that shit. <laughs> it's, like, it's like where the hell did that come from? Yeah, yeah. Here it, it was it was set up appropriately in this movie. Yeah, right. This movie was a downer from the very beginning. <laughs> But that's fine because it's like they built the drama, so you're still invested. So the end feels like it's a perfect payoff for the whole movie. Like it's it's not supposed to be a happy ending, but that's fine because that's yeah. the movie never told you it was supposed to be a happy movie. Yeah, it brings you to a completely different level. Um, so you, you go in thinking like I'm gonna see an awesome movie about martial arts. It's gonna be like that typical vibe, 
and it brings you all the way down. And then <laughs> throughout, you keep that line. And then at yep. the end, you're like, okay, I'm okay with despair, death, just yep. all this sadness. And the fact that this person died at the end, it's like, that's okay. Um, <laughs> because the villain kind of lost at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone lost. Yeah, that, That's what I love about that. I, well, there's a lot of things I love about this yeah. movie. But the story totally gets me. Uh, all right. So that was uh, SPL. I, I was like, which which title are we gonna use? Uh, oh, uh, I SPL. just SPL. I want to add uh, fucking Killzone. I hate this title because when you look it up, you get the PlayStation game. Yeah, yes. I was like, God, I, uh, I and I completely forgot there was a Killzone series. I was like, what the hell is this? It, there never what? was a mention of the word Killzone or the phrase or anything of the sort in the movie, as far as I can remember. Yeah, right? yeah I always found that really. Yeah, it's it's like a very I don't I don't understand that title. It's like what is this a, what kill zone? Like there's no kill zone. <laughs> but then like SPL like you have to you would have to know that SPL stands for Shapo Lang mm-hmm. which is Mandarin for uh like those three stars thing and they have to look that up or unless you are Chinese <laughs> and it's like uh eh, whatever. It's 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 the it's that movie before Flashpoint. They should have just called it they should have just called it like Free Flashpoint. Bo- Everybody dies. Everyone dies. Yeah, everyone dies. <laughs> yeah. That's that should have been the movie title. All right. Uh, I don't know. Who wants to go first? Mark. Oh, why, why don't you? Well, considering this, <laughs> what, what do you think? Considering this is my first viewing, um, I think my 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 feelings about this movie are a little complicated um, because I'm used to a certain kind of um, I guess vibe from a movie and this kind of completely shot that out of the water um i guess were you you, did you know that this might have been kind of like a depressing drama like did you have no notion of this movie at all no it's not a happy movie at all as far as i can remember um i had no like preconceived notions of what the hell was gonna happen okay so you you basically went in blind pretty much um okay and And we and we and we normally review we, you know, we normally don't review these type of like really, really serious melodramas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, as far as if I like the movie or not, I think somewhere deep down, I'm still deciding um, <laughs> because it makes me feel a lot of things that I just do not get from a typical movie. If we're talking about yeah. the plot itself, I think it was fantastic because. It touches on those things, the antagonist, protagonist, but those labels get blurred um, as far as the villain and the good guy or the hero. Um, You have the cinematography, which in a lot of ways, like you guys were referencing, um, whether it was the lighting, whether it was um, certain progression of like um, events and cutscenes that were happening kind of amplified to certain situations. Mm -hmm. But I also think that they actually negatively um impacted a lot of others so like if it was a balancing act i it it just it's it's like an average it's somewhere in the middle i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think it was fantastic i would say plot Mm -hmm. overall is better um you know and then there's certain effects of the film that add to it and take away from it again um you know sound effects um score um speed of the you know of the whole film uh so unfortunately as far as my rating my personal rating for this film i would go just above average um only because there's just so many like conflicting things 
along the way and i think that is obviously the intention um but at the same time um i think they could have worked harder to make things just a little bit more palatable in a in in, in like a cinematography kind of way not in necessarily a plot kind of way okay yeah interesting that's interesting. really just well what so action wise what, what are your thoughts oh right action wise fight scenes fight scenes um, uh would you recommend the movie with the fight scenes without the fight scenes uh the, oh no sorry would you recommend the fight scenes without the movie mm. would you recommend uh the, well i mean it seems like your movie your we know what your thoughts are on the movie itself but I, yeah. you know um i think most of the fight scenes don't do anything for the movie except for two and that would be what I would call black versus white, um, and uh, what I would call the closing uh, fight scene, because there is some extremely good moves being shown, whether it's the grappling, whether it's been the throwing, uh, you know, each other across the floor, um, and just throwing punches leading up to the grappling. Um, and then if you don't have a fight scene, the ending of him donnie Yen, getting thrown out the window or rushed into the window and out of the building um would seem a little bit too simplistic um so it feels like the fact that the fight scene happened and that was the ending it just amplifies how how much of a struggle each person um committed to surviving and then at the end that meant absolutely nothing so it just amplifies that whole situation even more um okay that's kind so of... in the context of the story it makes sense yes absolutely okay. so i think it just right. amplifies let, let, it let, in certain let, bits for sure let, let's just leave it as that <laughs> yes uh right. recommend gotcha. recommend only those two fight scenes and would i recommend the movie yes at least watch it once um and then mo- it, mm, for the two fight scenes and for the plot yeah all right okay all right uh zero thoughts movie whatever yeah. we just watched watch it <laughs> just watch it it's a good movie <laughs> i like that yeah just watch it's it it's a good movie uh you you can watch the fights at a context i think a lot of people do that because when people hear about uh the alleyway fight with Wu Jing and Yan, it's so easy to look up that i think people just watch it it's good but I think you should watch the movie because it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice and concise. Yeah, that's, a, that's, um, that's it. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I will. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can hear. I talk you can hear that all. much as you're like had to just not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> made up for it. I'll be somewhere in between because I fucking love this movie. I like, feel like it's, it's... I'm on the lowest end of this shit. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, like you're such a Debbie Downer. Which Mark. is like. No, no, was, no, no but you, this you, is a, I mean, I, I think this is like up. a first in a long time for me. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, like, that's fine. I, I also set you up for this because uh, I am in this weird scenario where I fucking love this movie. So, again, like I said it before, it's one of my favorite films mm-hmm. ever. Um, definitely my favorite Wilson Yip movie for sure. And uh, I actually think that it's hard. To, sometimes it's hard for me to categorize this as a martial arts movie because it was actually. I sometimes forget it's a martial arts movie at all. And, like, it's just a cop drama, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And with a lot of, like, very heady thematic things that go on that it's a drama first i think samo's hung said it best in his interview um and they kind of they throw in the action almost to kind of shoe but it's not shoehorn it, it does definitely feels like it's oh shoot uh it's woven into the story um in a way that like it feels like a accumulation of 
all the like tension that's been building up. So uh, I still think that's a great drama. In terms of the action, I actually think the action's kind of, you know, like, it's fine. You, I actually don't think you should watch any of the fights without context. Mm. Not that they're bad. Choreography's great. Good, good choreography. You know, um, sometimes I had problems with it, but there was a really small nitpicks that I fleshed out for no reason. Still think it's a good, these are good action scenes. But I think without context, without watching the movie, without realizing why we have this action at all it ha it serves little purpose you're just seeing a bunch of two dudes just fighting for no reason and i think that does this, this movie so much dis disservice you need to watch it knowing why this fighting has to go on at all so highly recommend this movie i i don't know like i fucking love this film and i would not be i would not be upset if hollywood decides to remake this movie uh, or at least take the basic premise. Take away all the action. I think take away all the action. Maybe reinterpret the story a little bit to be a little bit more... Um, American? Uh, well, maybe not American. Well, like not so dated. How about that? Like don't use all those those cheesy editing techniques. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all you need. Let's face it. It's going to yeah. be worse if it's a remake. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's SPL. Uh, I Maybe one day we'll talk about Paradox, which everyone loves and ever since paradox came out everyone forgot about this movie so i'm actually really? very upset yeah i feel like no one talks about spl on anymore they're like really? oh paradox is great i'm like i don't no, know man i, I, I never like hear that. anybody say that <laughs> oh well, i don't know like you, you look up spl now like the only things that show up are spl 2 and 3 which par paradox uh, paradox being spl 3 right yeah and i don't like spl 2 so let's just let's just let's just all agree on that <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I don't know. Go drink gin. Beef eater. We're not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs>